Hi, this is Nicole Kane, and you are now tuned into the intersection of being and becoming a Black girl digital podcast. Welcome to the intersection of being and becoming a Black girl digital podcast. On this podcast, we'll discover together the intimate journey of being an influencer while becoming your best self and building a successful brand. Here's your host, LaToya Shambeau. Hello, and thank you for tuning in to the intersection of being and becoming a Black Girl Digital Podcast, where each season we drop 10 episodes connecting you with leading Black community builders in the influencer space. Throughout this conversation, we hope you walk away with more insight on how to build and sustain a thriving community as well as personal brand. As you listen to the podcast, perhaps you'll think, how much would you love to hear from your favorite black and brown creators? Well, so would I. So please send me a tweet, connect with me on LinkedIn or shoot me a DM and let me know who your favorite influencers are. And I'll try my very best to get them on the show. I do this podcast not only for me, but for all of you listeners either looking to grow your platform, build community, or simply keep up with the Black community of influencers building their communities, brands, and becoming their best selves. I'm the founder of Black Girl Digital, a premium influencer marketing agency where we broker brand partnerships between major brands and Black creators at scale. To learn more about what we do, check us out at www.blackgirldigital.com for more information. All right, enough with the intros. Let's get to the show. On this episode, we're connecting with Nicole Kane, serial entrepreneur and dynamic businesswoman blazing trails for Black females everywhere. She's conquered media and entertainment with Nicole Bitchy and Exo Nicole And now she's planting a new seed with My Happy Flow, a supplement business helping women have better periods. Let's jump in. I feel like you're like a pioneer of community building. I don't care what anyone says. Like you were at the forefront of this is what the community will look like. She will look like this. She is I, I am she, she is we. (laughs) And I have had the pleasure of working with you on many things. And the greatest part is just seeing it still flourish to this day. So let's jump into the first question. Okay. When did you really realize, like, when did you wake up and realize that you had this thriving community that calls on you and looks for you every single day. And what did that feel like? And how did you feel like you needed to kind of respond to that? It's weird because right now I don't feel like I'm the face of my brand in the way that I was with Nicole Bitchy. You know what I mean? Like if you look at the X and Nicole Instagram, you can scroll, take a few scrolls and you're not going to see. I, I rarely show up on there unless they're reposting a tweet of mine. And I did that intentionally because, you know, I was such a face of Nicole Bitchy. And I felt like, like I tell people all the time, they don't understand it's freedom and irrelevancy. And I'm not saying that people aren't checking for me, but they're not looking every day to see what I'm doing so they can report on it or so that I could be in the midst of like, just, I'm not there anymore. But there's so much freedom that comes with that. Going back to your question, I intentionally... 
um, you know, when we worked together, I had this vision of what it is today. I wanted a space for Black women to go to and feel seen and heard. And at that time, 2015, I just felt like 2015 versus 2021. Like, you know, the Black girl <laughs> that have right now. Right. Black women are in and they are... <laughs> hundred percent. It was not like that in 2015. It was a very mean girl culture. It was, mm-hmm. it, it, it was okay. People felt it was okay if I was to post a picture and they would tell me how skinny I was or something like that. That was okay back then. It's not now. It's about uplifting and empowering each other. Right. And so when I look at me taking a risk back then when celebrity gossip was running the internet and people felt like a site that was positive and, and that was talking about all these different aspects of us would not work. It, it's unbelievable to be here today and see that it's working, it's flourishing, the lane is, is, is other people in the lane now <laughs> and all the things. <laughs> I love that there's other people in the lane, but there's still no competition. Like what you hear so far? Make sure you never miss a show by clicking the subscribe button now. This podcast is made possible by listeners like you. We thank you for your support. Now back to the show. It's such a beautiful thing that we all can exist in a space and not feel slighted, you know, now that you you feel like, all right, X Nicole, I'm not the face, but you're now building a new brand, uh, My Happy Flow. Do you feel like you are more of the face of that brand and building that community? Well, one thing I learned from Nicole Bitchy and XO Nicole, I wasn't putting my name in any other name of a product. I wanted it to be able to thrive with or without me. Mm-hmm. And so in a sense, I do feel like there are women that are buying a product without knowing me as the founder, um, which is a beautiful thing. Like I'm not, I'm not the driving force, even though I did set up over the last few years, I have been talking about vitamins and holistic health and all those things. So it was a natural transition for me to release a supplement. Like I had been doing it every day. And one day I woke up like, you keep telling these people where, where to go to get a, a better period, what vitamins to take. Mm-hmm. Why aren't you just creating your own, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and that's how it all transpired. And for me, when I announced it, I felt like it wasn't confusing to people that actually follow me. They were like, oh, this makes so much sense. Do you feel like at this point, it's it's like a walk in the park to build community, build a brand, build a business and just influence black women? Or do you find it is still kind of a, a challenge? It's a walk in the park for me to create any brand that's addressing a pain point of black women. Like, you know, and for me running Nicole Bitchy, I realized through the comments, these women need like some elevation. They need better content than what I'm giving them. Through Exo Nicole, I learned through their stories that they were dealing with things like painful periods and fibroids. And they felt empowered in a sense that they were getting the money, getting the bag, but disempowered when it came to what is going on in my body. Mm. Like I noticed a lot of people, we just, I mean, I just recently in the last two or three years found out about my period and all the different phases and but most of us don't know because we weren't taught. It's not a course in high school. <laughs> it's also not a conversation at home. It's just like, girl, just take that model. Get, get you the Advil and go. And see, and that's the thing. Um, when we first came on our periods, we were taught that it was supposed to be painful. When I found out that our periods weren't supposed to be painful, 
almost 40. And I'm like, wait a minute. Oh, wait, like, on, because hey. the headache that I'm going through right now, <laughs> hey, like, yeah, you're not supposed to have any of the symptoms that PMS, if you have PMS, you're not supposed to have. That's the indication that something else is going on. And most of the time, that's a hormonal imbalance. And the longer that we have hormonal imbalances is setting us up for fibroid development, breast cancer, endometriosis. So I mean, the moment I learned the connection between our periods and our hormones and then our periods and fibroids, I was on the job. I'm like, oh, God, I see you. There's another mission for me. <laughs> I love that. I, I mean, I would enjoy going through your stories and watching the journey as you're going through the process of bringing everyone on. Of This is the education before it's buy my product. I showed them the first day I got the, you know, the, um, the sample. And I was like, I got something coming. You know, I showed them, you know, making a little sample size, you know, bottles for friends to try. Um, just so I could know, you know, if I needed to tweak anything before it came out. And then to see, honestly, I had this idea in March and I'm talking to you in September to see these bottles in people's hands and they're actually taking them and they're getting results. That was probably the fastest transition I've ever made or fastest launch I've ever done. Wow. That's so awesome. Now, just off topic, but on topic, are you going to make them kid friendly? Because my, this is a, a, a real personal, <laughs> but my daughter, my daughter is 10 and she has her period. Mm-hmm. And I, it's the, it's the worst feeling in the world when I can't do anything for her, you know? And she's like, right now, mommy, my stomach hurts. And I'm like, do you want some tea? Cause she, and she knows to drink tea. She's not here for it. You know, she's 10. I have to ask, does she eat dairy? Yep. It's it. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, there we go. So dairy, red meat, caffeine, even soy products, um, they stimulate estrogen growth. And as black women, we tend to carry higher levels of estrogen than like other races. And that's why we're at more risk for, (laughs) for fibroids. So when, how do you not give that to your kids though? I know, but especially, I mean, with dairy, you may have to uh, be um, creative, like try to get her on almond milk Mm -hmm. or something like that. Oat milk. Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) The earlier, the better though. You know, like she's 10, she's still, but the the earlier we can get them off of the dairy milk with the hormones Mm -hmm. and onto like more organic and the same with red meat, more like turkeys and, and chicken for organic. It's, uh, it's, it's crazy to think again, most of the time when we're dealing with a painful period, it's letting us know that um, there's inflammation and there's higher levels of estrogen in our body and estrogen is in everything. Mm -hmm. Like our, again, dairy, red meat, caffeine stimulates estrogen growth. Our, Water bottles, BPA, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> right, absolutely. And oh, I, stay, I stay with a water bottle. Like I'm trying to wing myself off and filter yeah. the water and, and use a glass bottle, or but it's everywhere in our, our hair products, our beauty products. And that's why like this whole non-toxic movement and clean beauty movement is becoming bigger because mm-hmm. now there's more education around how those toxins like day-to-day. remember we were remember they said fibroids was coming from relaxers but then everybody went natural 
And now and what? It is still not. Right. <laughs> I will say this though, as a parent of a young child, because I know what happens when they have painful periods. Most of the time when you take them to the doctor, at some point, the doctor will try to push birth control on, you know, and mm-hmm. I said, absolutely not, or just look into it because what can happen is, especially if it has hormones in the birth control, mm-hmm. you already got an elevated level of hormones. Now they're adding to it. Right. Now the background, that's why I feel a lot of Black women, we're on, well, I won't say we are, but they're on birth control for at least 10 years or more. And Child, in the back- I'm on my 10th year of my IUD. What are you talking about? Uh, okay. Hello. And so sometimes what happens is fibroid development is going on in the background, but they do not know until after they come off of the birth control. The period comes back and it's giving them the signs hard, like heavy bleeding, mm-hmm. cramps. And they're like, wait a minute, I might want to go back on it because <laughs> I didn't sign up for this, right. but not realizing that was their body's their body check engine light. You know, the cramping, the 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 bloating, the the all the craziness that comes with periods that they tell us is normal is not. So yeah. Wow. <laughs> I mean, we can stay on period talk all day, let me tell you. I mean, so I'm just saying all this to say, uh, if if people don't take anything away from this podcast, is right. the fact that if you like period pain is not normal. It's just our body's check engine light and it's telling us what's going on. Well, that's you a know. brand new fact to me. And yeah. I am in my 37th year of life. <laughs> I'm, I'm telling you, I was on the same. I was on, I'm just now, you know. Oh, I appreciate, I totally appreciate that. And we'll have to do a little bit more digging and getting more insight into that. For, not not necessarily only for me, but for my child's sake. Like, oh my but God. She's, but your your thing is she may not take in capsules. She she can pull it open and drop it into, you know, the contents. Yeah, you okay. can try that. Okay, we'll try that. <laughs> we'll definitely try that. All right, so you've launched three brands today. Do you feel like you've arrived or do you still feel like, <laughs> gosh, I'm, I'm still growing. I'm still becoming something. I don't know what it is, but. I think I will feel like I've arrived once. I end up on like the cover of Entrepreneur uh, and not saying those things validate me, but Fast Company, mm-hmm. like for a third brand mm-hmm. that didn't have to do with media, you know, going into a whole other lane and excelling, you know, raising the capital I need for my happy flow to impact um, the lives in the way I want to. That's when I'll feel like I arrived because I not only showed you I could do it with blogging, then a media company, but then I came and showed Jack could do it with a supplement line as well. Mm-hmm. And I think, uh, so yeah, in that regard, that's when I'll know I've arrived. I do feel like it, anytime anything happens, that's drama related. <laughs> be, they, they do bring like, that's why Nicole bitch, you got up out of there or, <laughs> or, oh, that's why I respect Nicole bitch. She, she changed. So I will say, I do feel like people do give me flowers while I'm still here like on Twitter it's always love but it's it's just hard like with Exo Nicole I I don't I feel like I get love I don't feel like Exo Nicole gets the love mm-hmm. that I feel like it should because I do feel like it really spearheaded this empowerment movement that's going on in terms of 
Like we were like, no, it's not okay, sis, to talk to another black woman like that. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> like we literally just, and we just kept coming with the 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 positivity until no one had a choice but to be positive. Cause, because you would look crazy if you out there hating on another black woman mm-hmm. as a black woman. <laughs> For no ass reason. But you know what? <laughs> yeah, so... In that regard, I, I just don't feel like the platform gets the props that it should. And, uh, you know, I know it's going to take us doing more exclusives mm-hmm. being on. I mean, that's not the route I wanted to take X and Nicole because I didn't want to people to confuse Nicole Bitchy and X and Nicole. But we do have to get back out on red carpets and get these exclusives and do interviews with celeb. I mean, it was brought up in the, our recent retreat for me to start interviewing celebrities again. I'm probably not going to do that because I'm trying to, I, you know, I don't want to put myself back in a lane that I try so hard to come out of. Yeah. So it's a challenge. If you're a newbie influencer listening in for the first time, I'd love to leave you with a few words of encouragement. It's truly not about being an influencer. It's about becoming your best self as a person with influence and impact, serving your purpose and showing up for your tribe. If you build your business model around that, the bag will follow. (laughs) I promise. And if you are a fellow marketer here, just looking to learn more about the Black influencer and the communities that support them, I do hope we served you well. Thanks for joining us this week on The Intersection of Being and Becoming, a Black Girl Digital Podcast. If you like what you just heard and found the info helpful, we hope you'll pass along our podcast to your friends and colleagues. And please leave us a positive review on iTunes. While you're at it, if you or a brand you know is in need of influencer marketing services, please pass along our website, www.blackgirldigital.com. That would help us out too. 